ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of your show. That's right. It's the Kickout Crew. And we are the Kickout Crew, and you are too, because it's your show. That being said, uh, well, thank everybody uh, for the feedback from last week's episode. Mr. Thomas was hilarious, outstanding, and boy, there really was uh, nothing he wasn't afraid to say, that's for sure. And uh, I want to wish the Bumaye Fight Club all the best moving forward. They don't need it because, you know, for the people, they're going to win anyway. But uh, hope you listened, hope you watched, hope you enjoyed, and, uh, you know, tell us your favorite part of that episode. Give us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. You know, and like and subscribe and follow us on all of your social media platforms. But that being said, I've rambled way too much. It's time to uh, kick it on over to Brad. So, Brad, what you got for us this week? So I didn't know if I was going to bring this up or not, but I already mentioned it to you guys. And let's just face it. Brad Stanton is fallible. Brad Stanton runs a Twitter account. So this week, I, uh, you know, I, I type it up one of my little things on uh, Twitter just to try to get some attention for an episode. And I write something to the effect of, listen to Alex Kane's unbelievable story of Gene Smitsky. Tune in. Something bullshit like that. I don't think anything about it. I do 99 out of 100 of these and no one says a word. Well, anyway, I wake up uh, first thing in the morning yesterday and uh, got a message from Mr. Gene Snitsky. So he says, hey, man, I uh, just wanted to know where the timestamp was where Alex Kane talked about me in the episode. And he goes, and he writes in all caps, by the way, it wasn't my fault. So I'm like, yeah, man, God, cool. Gene Snitsky, listen to the show. That's fantastic. Medusa, now Gene Snitsky. So I'm going to the episode. Going through the episode. <laughs> I wasn't talking about Gene Smitsky. I was talking about Duke the drum, the dumpster drossy. Oh, that's a big mistake. So yeah, 29 minutes in, Mr. Snitsky. Um, we did not talk about you. So I'm just sitting there and I'm texting the other guys here. I'm like, guys, I made a big mistake. And uh he's not in the show at all. Now he wants to listen to it. So uh Adam finally says, uh, may just be honest with him. So I I do. I I put I go, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh it looks like I messed up and got a little bit confused. And I'm like, this guy, this six, I'm glad he doesn't live around the corner like Mr. Uh, Thomas does. So this guy, you know, six, eight, 300 pounds. I'm thinking he's a scary dude. I mean, looking at his, uh, looking at all his images from the, from the old days. He writes back about six hours later. He goes, dude, it's all good. All good. Remember this. It's not your fault. So anyway, shout out to Gene Snitsky. Really cool guy for, uh, just being just first off listening. Thanks for listening. And thanks for just, uh, <laughs> forgiving me there for that moment uh the second announcement i'm going to make is uh i know you've been waiting for it we said the abcs of of the 80s brad or allison and brad critique the 80s we are going to be recording our first uh show i don't mean we're not gonna do a million of these we're doing a couple we're gonna be recording our first show on june 11th so that'll be three days from when you hear this so get your question in because the 80s movie we're going to be covering is howard the duck <laughs> oh that sounds like a blast. So Isn't I that the beginning of the Marvel Universe? <laughs> you know what? You are absolutely correct, my friend. Um, <laughs> I just rewatched it. And I'm going to have to watch it again because now I got a lot of notes to take on whatever this movie is. And she's real excited about it. So uh, that's coming up. So uh, that's what uh, Brad's got this week. Not really ranting, more having a good time. Back to you, James. Hell yeah, man. Can't wait for you to cover a movie where a duck makes out with a woman. Can't wait. Man, I already saw that part, but we'll save oh, that yeah. for the show. <laughs> we'll save that for the show. Oh, yeah. Columbus saw Lamb before, you know, like, that was way out there. Shout out, Leah Thompson. <clears throat> Shout out. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorites back in that. Uh, Woo! Day. 
Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Brad. <laughs> you know, good shit as always. No ranting, but hey, that's still Stanton. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to send it on over to Devin now. So, Devin, what you got for the people these days? All right. Honestly, I want to start off. By, that's a really cool interaction, Brad, that you had with Snitsky. He's a cool guy. Uh, we got to listen to him on an exclusive podcast that we were all on before. So that's cool. But uh, I, all right. One of our uh, matches today, I'm not going to say it yet, involves a superhero. So my topic that I was thinking is what is everyone's favorite superhero? Everyone's got to have one. So I want your favorite superhero and why it's your favorite. So who wants to start us off? I'll start us off right yeah. there. I was about to say, we got, talked about this with Brad. I have uh, Superman on my chest. Uh, you know, it's just something that the guy with the glasses that looks exactly like the superhero, and he pretty much nobody can beat Superman. Uh, Superman is the strongest in if any of the Marvel or DC universe, and also a regular nerd like me. Journalist, uh, journalist degree uh, started that way, didn't end that way. So always been a big fan of Superman. My wife, I'm just happy here. Always called me her Superman. So there you go, that too. And if you're looking at this glass, <laughs> this is not on purpose, okay? <laughs> I mean, I did not know Devin was going to do this. I And it disappears and it's back. Uh, Superman glass. I'm a big Superman fan. I knew oh, you guys cool. like comic books. I knew you were comic book guys. Oh, yeah. For me, I'm going to say, um, I think it's Iron Man. I mean, it's like the Tony Stark thing. That's it's brilliant. I mean, he's not he's kind of like Batman. He has all the money and everything else, but he has the brains, too. So, you know, he's just some rich guy. He don't need to do shit. He can sit down at his house and sleep with playgirls all day long. And I have nothing to worry about. But what does he do? He's out here saving us all the time from aliens. So and he sacrificed his sacrificed his life against Spoiler. Just saying. Um, if nobody's seen that movie by now, then you know. (laughs) (laughs) They deserve to be spoiled. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna say Iron Man. Plus, that suit's badass, especially like when he gets that thing where he just doo-doop and covers him up. It's badass. Okay, I have I have four superheroes. Said your and my name is Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. Good one. Teenage Good Ninja Nice. Yes. They were born. They they were started in 1984, the year I was born. So they'll always be one of my favorites ever. Um, if we're going more movie theme, maybe like maybe Batman. And um. According to Mike, Batman's a dumbass though. Well, I want to go back to Brad. Which version of Superman do you like better? Like, which, who played Superman the best? So, I mean, he's long gone now. Christopher Reeves was my Superman. It was my time period. It's a shame what happened to him. But, you know, if you look at it in a different way, he uh, inspired a lot of kids after that, a lot of people, and became Superman in a different way. Look at that. But, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, they're always going to be my number one. Hell yeah. Everyone loves the Ninja Turtles. Right? James, who's yours? Oh, it's morphin' time, baby! Oh, yeah. I was a big time Power Rangers fan as a kid. A little bit Ninja Turtles, a little bit Batman, but Power Rangers is my shit. 
Mm. By I the like way, shout out, shout out, especially Kimberly. Shout out Lois Lane. She's hot. All of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> shout out April O'Neil. What are you talking about? Shout out. <laughs> shout out Frank. I said that eleven times last week. <laughs> Frank, Frank's in the car right now. He's not very happy with what. Uh, so to catch everybody up, I'm in New Orleans right now. I'm about to ride with Frank towards Seattle. And we're supposed to have been going like at 10 this morning, and the movers are just now here getting his stuff together so we can leave. I'll be 7. 10 this morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're supposed, supposed to be here this morning, and they're just, I mean, they're literally just now loading the truck. Like uh, Brad's Morgantown story. Uh, yeah. Way worse. Uh, way, <laughs> way worse. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad for him, man, because it, it's been – they put him to the ringer with this deal, and I, he's pretty aggravated, and I don't blame him. I mean, did you have anything to do with this? No, I'm just riding. I'm just riding along. Fair question. No, I mean, <laughs> because you're you're so timely on everything, I figured maybe these movers were friends of yours. <laughs> no, but the funny thing is, their home office is out of Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, typical. Movers underscore from underscore Bama. <laughs> That's funny you say that. That's great. <laughs> Devin, you're it, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, back to my superhero. <laughs> my favorite is Spider-Man. My uh, first superhero movie that I saw was Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. And that was my favorite Spider-Man. I also had the VHS tape that had like uh, like 12 episodes of The Amazing Spider-Man. You had so a I love that cartoon tape? as well. Uh, yeah. James, we've been over this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Spider-Man is my favorite. But I thought that was a cool topic, but back to yeah, you, James. definitely, definitely. It was a good topic. I liked it. And you know what? We're going to keep uh, that going because, well, sounds like, uh, you know, we get a little uh, glitz and glammy now. So I guess, uh, Mike, uh, what is today's agenda? Today's agenda is we're going Hollywood. What does that mean? We are covering matches that were in movies. So what movies they are, you know, you'll find out soon. What matches they are, you'll find out soon. But today, we're going to profile and style in Hollywood. Yeah. We're going Hollywood, brother. Wow. Yeah, let me tell you something, brothers. You know, uh, this is James Sleazy E. And I just want to, you know, Oh, wait, not that Hollywood? Oh, yeah. Not Hollywood. Another Hollywood. Sorry, brothers. Go ahead. <laughs> um, That's great. So, so, yeah, so we are coming to matches in a movie is what we're doing today. Damn. Like Hollywood movies. Gotcha. Sorry. A little, uh, a little confused on that one. Well, what better way to start it out than, uh, I guess, our first match, huh, guys? Are you rip-roaring and ready to go? Yeah. Are you going to introduce it, James? (laughs) I would love to. It is Rocky Balboa versus Thunderlips. Rocky Three. It was for the, uh, it was a City Youth League benefit battle of the champions. It was filmed at the L.A. Convention Center. But it took place in Philly somewhere. And, uh, yep. Who was the announcers? 
I'm no, glad you asked, Mike. We have commentary a commentary was done by uh, Dennis James and Jim Healy, and they had a guest ring announcer of Leroy Neiman. What are we going out of order for? That is a question. That's a question. <laughs> Somebody else was supposed to talk. Freaking Mike messing everybody up. All right. So how did we get there, Brad? Okay. Hey, Brad. How did we get there? <laughs> so three years prior to this, Rocky Balboa with a huge upset over Apollo Creed. He certainly back then had the eye of the tie. tiger. Wasn't it a draw? No. What? What the fuck are you talking about? He beat him for the championship. In the second one? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. The first one, by the way, he lost. There was no draw there either. Oh, what? Oh, man. We, we, you know what? We got to start That over. Philly no, stuff, kidding. man, got me all confused. Three years prior, he, yes, Rocky Balboa in knockout fashion, beating Apollo Creed and becoming the heavyweight championship of, champion of the world, a lifelong dream of his. Since then, he has had 10 title defenses. In the meantime, he has become the, the poor man from Philadelphia a little bit richer, a little bit richer, a little bit richer. Now he's very rich and becoming tame. He has lost the eye of the tiger. And now he is in a match with Hulk Hogan, but it's not Hulk Hogan. It is Thunderlips, the ultimate male for charity, because that is what Rocky has become now. Rocky is about charity. Rocky is about giving back. Rocky's about commercials. Rocky is now a civilian. So that brings us to this youth organization that they're raising money for, Thunderlips, the ultimate male, versus Rocky Balboa. Oh, wait. I guess I got to keep talking, huh? The Italian Stallion. The Italian Stallion. So this is the 12th annual youth club fundraiser. Again, Rocky and Mickey in the ring, waiting. They're already in there. There's no entrance for them. He's in there with his gloves on, ready to go. Mickey trying to talk to him about all this. Why are they then all of a sudden, Thunderlips is introduced. Why are they carrying him, Paulie says. He's, He's walking. walking. <laughs> you missed a good on. one before that, too, about uh, I've seen wrestlers as big as dinosaurs. You ever find a dinosaur? They can cause a variety of damage. <laughs> Thunderlips <laughs> on his way to the ring. This is 1982. None of you were born yet, so this is my question. How much of wrestling have you seen before this? What I mean is, you all saw Hulk Hogan as Hulk Hogan before Thunderlips. I, on the other hand, was born in 1976. I saw Thunderlips before he was Hulk Hogan. So when he was coming out to booze, how much of wrestling? Uh, so what I'm trying to say is, what did you think when you first saw this? Let's start with you, uh, Devin, that is someone is born after Hogan's prime, after Hogan has done it all. What did you think after when you saw After the heel this? turn. I just recently found out that this that Hulk Hogan wasn't in the WWF at the time. I, I recently found that out. So that is kind of groundbreaking news to me. <laughs> Adam like, shit. <laughs> uh, honestly, yeah. It, I was just blown away. I was like, really? Like, how did he get a start in Hollywood before he was even the man in wrestling? Normally, it's the opposite way. You see, like, the Stone, Stone Cold going and getting his own TV show after he retired the rock tv shows after he was world champion like you know it's just unique the opposite Even mark was in a movie after he was you know in wcw so james uh mike adam all three of you were born around the same time you're all about 1986 ish right somewhere in there keeping the job alive oh, since 85 okay so you were already you were i mean you weren't born yet 
So you had already been Hogan fans by now because, you know, obviously you didn't see Rocky three the, the day you came out of, you know, the day you were born. <laughs> so what did you think when you saw this the first time? Why are I'm they booing him? <laughs> I'm kind of like Devin. I thought he was a wrestler before this. Like, I thought that's why he was. He was. He, was. he just wasn't WWE. Right. But I mean, AWA. I, right. But that's what I'm saying. I thought he was like a WWE guy then. And that's why he got this movie role. So, I mean, I, I thought it was interesting. Right about that. What about you? It, you remember? It, it reminds me of the Terry Boulder days before he became Hulk Hogan, making his AWA, before he was offered to get his leg broken by the sheep. And he did have hair. <laughs> Not AC, but it was going. It was going. Sorry, <laughs> too, but he had some. So, like it's I said, he seen Hogan in white, though. That was the biggest thing, and seeing him in white tights, that was just different to me. And red. So coming out to booze, talking shit. Then he said, Thunder Lips all decked out in red. He gets on the mic. So all my love slaves out there, Thunder Lips is here in the flesh, baby. The ultimate male versus the ultimate meatball. <laughs> yeah. All right, James. Who are who are the announcers again? Well, I'm Mike? glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Dennis James and Jim Healy and the guest ring announcer with sweet ass facial hair was uh Leroy Neiman. Leroy you think Neiman. that's what Vincent Man is going after right now? You yeah. starting to go that much ass facial hair? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine next time we see a picture of him he has that mustache? <laughs> so the ring announcer introduces him as seven uh Thunderlips as seven feet, nearly seven feet. 390 pounds. Nope and nope, by the way. <laughs> he is not as tall. He is not that tall. He's like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, right? Yeah, um, that's nearly. There is a documentary about a, a different part of Hogan's height that uh, was kind of fabricated, too. So it is well, kind of Hogan, funny. Hogan, not this... Terry Balea, for sure. That's true. One uh, An inch behind. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, fun fact, I just heard this recently, that in Rocky Four, that was played, uh, the Russian was played uh, uh, by Dolph Lundgren. Nikita Koloff tried out for that as well and was too tall. So mm -hmm. that you, we all forget that uh, Sylvester Stallone is only about five foot six and he's playing a heavyweight champion of the world. Now, you're not going to know that because if everybody around you is small and you're on screen, you're not going to know. Everybody looks as big as they're as surrounded by. So Hulk Hogan being seven feet when he's really six, eight, maybe, you know what I mean? It's 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 all relative when you're watching it on TV. I just find that interesting. So Rocky has the gloves on, which always throws me. <laughs> in this because you know you have a wrestler with no gloves on you have rocky with the boxing gloves on um rocky says uh they get into the middle of the ring rocky wants a picture uh polaroid thunderlips pushes him says you're in trouble pal now thunderlips is on the attack rocky jabbing him into stuff at something and trying to give him instruction thunderlips pounds rocky twice and then there's a part right here where he, i have to i have to keep i had to put on the closed caption you think it's all fake meatball it's all fake. Adam, is Thunderlips protecting the business here, even in this movie? Oh, 100%, man, because that's the way he was trained, especially back then in 82, because kayfabe was big back then. And But I do have a question, though. How big of a cut down is, say, a meatball? I mean, is that really a, a diss, a meatball? <laughs> Not for the Italian stallion. Is that yeah. why he said, is that why he kept calling him meatball? Because it was Italian related? Well, they like never really Canadian explained meatball? it, did they? 
Uh, what the fuck is going on, Coach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, perfect timing on that one. That's all right. Thunder, um, Thunderlips throws Rocky around the ring. Mike, how's Rocky selling here? Oh, he's selling perfect. He's acting like it's hurting him. <laughs> the cover, um, he covers him, but he picks Rocky's head up at two. Backbreaker by Thunderlips, and then the leg drop, a big slow motion leg drop. Uh, and then a big suplex by Thunderlips. Here we go, baby. Lights out, meatball. And, Fucking uh, Adrian's losing it, too. And, the, uh, and then the, and then the kid, drop. the son, before the leg drop. Are they having, is daddy having fun, mommy? She's like, yes. And then the leg drop happens. <laughs> James, how do you think this all looks, man? How do you think this looks? Does it, does it look like he's hurting him? I mean, you know, it's Hollywood, baby. That's magic. But, yeah, I guess uh, it – I mean, they, they make it appear to where, like, Rocky's there for the charity, tame, as some would say. And then Thunderlips like, fuck you, dude. I'm a heel. So he just, like, beats <laughs> the shit out of him. Thunderlips throws Rocky into the crowd. Mickey is almost having a heart attack here, foreshadowing for later in the movie. And uh, we lost that. Spoiler. Was... Huh? Is that foreshadowing? Yeah, that's a spoiler. Thunderlips throws the ref, beating up uh, security and some of the fans. Polly cuts off Rocky's gloves. Devin, this the gloves is Hulk... off. Devin, this is Hulk Hogan's first acting job. Uh, are you picking up what I'm putting down here? How do you do? Uh, honestly, I didn't think he did too bad. <laughs> he was just the big heel. He was just tossing around Rocky, just giving him the business. I think he did well, just being the big bad guy. Rocky calls Thunderlips back in the ring. He th- <sighs> he comes back in. Big body shots by Rocky that are just, I guess the, I guess that's real. <laughs> the gloves are off. The gloves are off, Brad. Thunderlips yeah, choking. Thunderlips choking Rocky. Polly, Polly, his brother-in-law, hits Thunderlips with the chair. <laughs> and then he says, I don't sweat at you. <laughs> Then Rocky um, grabs on. Um, I don't know what I said here, but uh, Adam, what do you think Vince thinks of all this? Vince McMahon is this where he got a hold of Hulk or Hulk Hogan? No, I think maybe they were in talks, but I'm going to, I'm curious what Greg Gagne thought about it. Now, I, what I understand is Hulk, uh, Vince McMahon Senior was not a big fan of Hollywood, from what we hear from the shows we listen to, and Junior was so. I don't know. I guess uh, we'll never really know. <laughs> so see, Rocky that's the, thing with, see, that's the thing with the sports entertainment thing. I don't think Senior was into the whole sports entertainment thing like Junior was. Well, you know, it's a different time, right? Uh, obviously, he didn't want Andy Kaufman. True. Yeah. I bet Vince McMahon the second used the Floyd Mayweather spot versus the Big Show with the cut the, cut the gloves off. Because in that match at uh, WrestleMania, Floyd Mayweather's gloves got cut off. Look at Devin. Kinda, uh, I bet Vince kind of stole that spot. That's hey, by the way, call. Devin, how much does Thunderlips eat? Oh, he eats. How much does, uh, about 202 pounds. 202 pounds. <laughs> and should Rocky been disqualified when Polly hit Thunderlips with the chair? A hundred percent. That's a disqualification in a wrestling match. What about Thunderlips thrown around the referee? Well, yeah. The referee's not. Where's Baby Hebner on this? I think we need a. I think we need a ref and review for sure. So then, like I said, the stranglehold by uh, Rocky and uh, Mickey says, "Hang on there, kid. Hang (laughs) on there." 
Ricky's all in on this. Uh, and then the big uh, the body shots into the body slam, out of the ring, and the match ends in a draw, folks. We have a draw. And then Thunderless grabs him by the back, Rocky, and says, great, good match. Hey, why'd you get all crazy on me out there? That's the name of the game. Yeah. Well, while you're still calm, can we still get that Polaroid? Can we get that Polaroid? With his Fu Manchu. With his Fu Manchu. Sure. Yeah, I don't work for me. <laughs> and you know what they say, sometimes charity really hurts. And they raised $75,000 for the uh, Children's Youth Organization. As you can see, I've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all I got. I hope you had fun watching it because I love Rocky Three, even though it's a little silly. It's It's a good time. You know Actually, what's funny is uh they keep showing a uh, Clubber Lang in attendance. You know, Mr. T. Oh shit! Damn wouldn't it. it be crazy? Wouldn't it be crazy if Mr. T and Hogan like joined forces sometime? I mean, by that's... the way, James, what about <laughs> Clubber Lang's uh, attire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, just just chilling in the crowd. You know, no one bait, no one batting the eye. At, uh, with his with his perfect <laughs> '80s tuxedo on. <laughs> <laughs> just no, hey, no, nothing to see. <laughs> just the. Uh, Humongous so ass black bad. dude, like in the crowd. He's so I wonder if he had his mom over there with him in the crowd. <laughs> anyway, that was funny too. I forgot to mention that because uh, he is definitely there, pissed off that he's not getting a chance. It's just an exhibition, dude. Relax. Anyway, back to you. Right. Good shit. I like it. Uh, you know what else I like? Mike's topic this week. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike. by himself. <laughs> what you got well i i thought i was later on okay um no well, since we are doing movies i was gonna ask you guys you know what's some of y'all's favorite movies like if you're watching tv flipping through the channel something comes on you know you're gonna sit there and watch it but i don't want like a big name movie maybe something that's underrated that nobody's really seen or heard of or something like that the greatest movie of all time, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Yeah, but everybody's seen that. Now, what about, I don't know if this is, this is not a nothing movie, but it's not like, how about Cinderella Man? I love Cinderella Man. Okay. That's a good one. I, Office I like Space. The Italian Job with Clive Owen. That was a good one. My favorite football oh. movie is The Replacements. Yeah, it's a good one. Say that. Shane Falco, baby. Shane Falco. Yeah. Inside, we should cover sorry, that, we should cover that football uh, game one day. Yeah, why not? I think <laughs> mine, not? Would be, um, mine would be a uh, Lone Star State of Mind. It has like uh, DJ Quell, whatever his name is. Um, oh yeah. Oh, um, that's just, that's oh, funny. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. him and the new guy. Yeah, yeah. and that broke dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, Office stupid. Space is hilarious, man. Office Space, great movie. So what, what's a movie that you like that nobody would think you would like? Like, I'm a big fan of the movie Steel Magnolias. Yeah. I like Grandma's Boys. I don't even Boys. know what that is. Grandma, yeah, uh, Brad, that's a good one. Grandma's Boys, epic. I love it. That that yeah. <laughs> I like Mean uh, Girls. I like Mean Girls, too. I don't, I don't care. That's a freaking good movie. Easy A. That's a good movie too. Great I would watch movie. that movie all day, every day. How about Earth Girl? How about Earth Girls Are Easy, huh? No. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what was that other one? Um, Weird Science or something like oh, that. Weird that was good. Classic. Yeah. 
Biodome? That was a good Biodome's one. awesome. Biodome's I don't care what anybody great. says. I that just get pissed off. Polystore is amazing. I love Polystore. I wish he would have hooked up with those chicks. He had yeah, all freaking all year, couldn't do it. And then he finally I'll, gets a chance. He's like, nah. I just remember one. I'll give you one since y'all mentioned chick flicks. I'll mention one too. Uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. I've seen that movie probably a million fucking times. Yes, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Our buddy uh, Chernoff said it a few, day, uh, few weeks ago about She's All That. Yeah. <laughs> That's a chick flick that I like. What about She's the Man? She's the Man's good. Amanda Bond. Oh boy. Anyway, ever seen Three O'clock High? Um, Are you talking about a movie or like in life? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I thought it was Four Twenty High. A movie. It's Four Twenty. He's got beat up his boat. Three o'clock. No, apparently I'm the only one. Sorensen. Whose dog's that? It's not mine. Not me. It's Adams in the dirty, dirty. <laughs> it's somebody's in New Orleans. I cannot believe they haven't left yet. They were supposed to leave at 10 a.m. I would be well, smoking pissed. I might not, I might not <laughs> move. I might not move because of that. Uh, like, you know what? If, Fuck if it. I'm staying here. <laughs> if y'all had any idea what he's had to go through with these people, man, I, it's not my business. I don't want to put it out there, but he just had a really, really rough time. And the quote that they gave him. Uh, and what they actually said is just just astronomically different, and I don't I don't blame him for being upset. Yeah, let's not uh, put him on right now. No, no, he's upstairs dealing with these guys. I'm down here, kind of looking after the truck. Make sure you're down here out. on time for our show on a day you weren't coming. <laughs> That's how much you're avoiding him right now. Walking around a fucking apartment complex or housing district or something, doing something crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an apartment complex. Hang on, let me see. Shout out New Orleans. <laughs> but I'm down here watching the truck, making sure he, whoever, because he's got like four. Great audio. <laughs> Have you seen Drew Brees at all? Not yet. I figured I'd holler at him before we left, though. Have you seen Derek Carr limping around there? <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Limping Boy, we're firing there. on this one. So no, that Hollywood by now really we should be like halfway to uh oklahoma city or no dallas he's going to go to dallas because he's wanting to see where uh kennedy was assassinated that's a good time and there fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> so is that uh is that what you got mike <laughs> that's it. all right oh well i guess it's time to uh We'll change our ways, uh, you know, moving along in this uh, episode. Uh, I guess it's my turn to chat. I re- replied this to Brad. I was wearing my glasses all week because my contacts were bothering. So it was like a change of our ways. But, you know, I had to put the contacts back in because I could see a good episode on the horizon. You know? So uh, let's say, you know, just like uh, we've had a lot of guests lately. I think it's time that we be ourselves. Not saying we were fake with the guests, not saying that at all, but hey, you know, <laughs> the ways are changing and things are evolving. So, you know, we get to be funny again and not as professional because, you know, we are a professional podcast. So, take our I gloves guess, off, right? We take your gloves off. We cut the gloves off. That's right. There you go. But yeah, I, uh, you know, don't really have much to say. Uh, we ain't going to change. <laughs> so that's the spirit. 
Changing our ways. I like it. Right. Probably the shortest topic I've ever had, except for, you know, last week's three time topic. One of my favorite moments in kickout crew history <laughs> was when you said that. I couldn't wait to hear it today. <laughs> I had was... to watch it like three times, like. That, was, and that, that is, is the spirit of Jesus. That is comedic timing like no other. <laughs> that's, you know, what I live, that's what I live for here. <laughs> I don't bring a lot, but I'll bring something. You know? Best part is the only one that got it was us. But it was tremendous. <laughs> right. Hey, as long as we can uh, make, our, make each other laugh. Well, you know what else is tremendous, Brad? What? Oh, it's our second match. Some would say it's amazing. Aha, uh-huh. get it? And Devin, this is a uh, Devin's little uh, thing. A couple weeks or a couple weeks, a couple minutes ago, relates to this topic. Are we ready for the second match, guys? All right. Well, what Hollywood match is that? Let's keep the tape machines rolling on this one. It is Bonesaw McGraw versus the Human Spider. Hmm. It is uh from the New York Wrestling League. And that's pretty much all I got. So, <laughs> Devin, how did we get there? So, this, like James said, is the movie Spider-Man. Early in the movie, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, gets bit by a spider and develops all of his powers and becomes Spider-Man. So, during this, he's kind of found out that he has some secret powers that he's developing. So he wants to put those powers to the test and sees a flyer on a flyer on a post says, Hey, that's a good idea. What did the, the flyer, flyer read? Hey, it wasn't a post. It was on in the ring for $3,000. It was, it wasn't a post. This was before then it was in a newspaper. It was an ad. What the living hell. <laughs> <laughs> He said a post. A post oh. is on Facebook. This is before Facebook. No, it was like a light pole thing. Worship yeah, it was sauce. on like a light post. <laughs> Stapled there. Flyer. All right. But so he puts his powers to the test. <laughs> and the human spider says, I'm going to go down to the arena and test my skills against Bonesaw McGraw, a.k.a. Macho Man Randy Savage. All right, Adam, I have to ask you, because if anybody would know, it's you. Is there anything like this exist? Hey, man, are you having... Like a, a three minutes, $3,000. Have you ever seen anything like this in the backwoods of Alabama? Oh, God, no. I mean, usually if it's in Alabama, it's going to be uh, for a Coke and a handshake. Well, they're not getting 3000 That's what I mean. Like... Have you ever seen anything this no, gimmicky? Not, not unless it's with a uh, grizzly bear or something like that, which they don't have too many grizzly bears in Alabama. I bet in Alabama there's been some backwoods, $3,000 <laughs> for three minutes up and shit go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking probably, wrestling, if you know what I'm red, saying. redneck engineered or something like that, but it definitely wouldn't be with the Spider-Man. Hey-oh. Mike, what, do you think uh, the human spider or Spider-Man should have stuck with this original costume? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. I mean, come on now. James, what did you think about these? What did you think about these shit talking ladies? Were you getting as turned on as I was? 
Uh, you ever that too? Yeah, you. You. Oh, me. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you know, I've been called worse by better. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> Kevin, yeah, you on his... touched on this a little earlier. How young were you when you first saw this movie? I was literally like six years old. It came out in like 2001, 2002, and I was born 97, so I was like five. I saw it as soon as it came out in theaters. So, Adam, why did they bring down the cage for this particular match out of all of them? Because he done beat the four or five people that day, and since he was um, the amazing Spider-Man, I guess he thought we needed higher stakes. It was three-minute thing, so the dude wouldn't just run off, you know? You had to stay, exactly. like, locked in for three minutes. And are we three not going to talk about the cage, like... How the cage swung down? That was dope as fuck. That was pretty cool. I wish yeah, that was. Why don't we do it now? Does anybody recognize the ring announcer? Yeah, but he didn't have a chainsaw. <laughs> yes, Bruce Campbell. Glad you Maybe asked, Brad. It's from Bruce evil, Campbell. <laughs> from the what's Evil you, Dead franchise. What's your name, kid? <laughs> All right, now let's, let's, let's see how good you guys are. Do you remember what part he played in the third Spider-Man? All right, oh. so he was the maitre d' at the restaurant That's when right. Peter Parker was trying to propose, and he kept bringing it over, coming back, bringing it over. Anyway, he doesn't do much in these movies, but he makes me laugh, for oh, yeah. sure. Bruce Campbell, man, he's the best. You're going well, nowhere. Yeah, I just wanted to add that line in there from uh, Bone Saw. Yeah. And then we had we had the psychosis-looking dude. He was like, oh, my leg, my leg. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do we think of this outfit, Devin, on uh, Bonesaw? Where'd he get it? <laughs> that looked like it was straight out of, like, the WCW 98 special. <laughs> <laughs> and Macho Man was rocking the NWO. Just took off the NWO patch and threw on a Bonesaw. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Bonesaw coming after Spider-Man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What? What's up? What I missed? Is it funny that you mentioned that outfit? Because uh, I don't know if you've actually gotten to this part of the match yet. Ah, boy, I probably will miss it now because uh. uh, I'm good at that. You know that. Bonesaw comes after Spider-Man, runs into the cage because Spider-Man jumps to the top. That's a cute outfit. Did your husband buy it for you? Happy you Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month. I mean, I was I wrote right next to him. I go, boy, this is a different time where that joke's allowed to be made, right? Happy Pride Month, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, flip, I, I, flip. that was the spot. So then he flips with the web saw, Spider-Man, bone saw, hitting Spider-Man with uh, a, a chair. So nobody's going to react about a head. dude shooting webs up and, you know, swinging. Like, nobody's just... No one can. It's a lot like, uh, But then well, when you, you see this dude flying around the city, you're like, I'll be damned, what? Like, we well, believe the guy came back NW, from the dead. NYWL, you would have saw that. I guess they're like, well, the cage is down, anything goes. I guess he's allowed to be a spider. Or did they think that wrestling was fake, so they're just like, oh, that's a dude, like... Yeah. Great effects. Wrestling Great effects. fans will believe everything. And that was a mean chair shot to the head, too. <laughs> it was Ooh. a good chair shot. Whipping around, he's whipping him around the ring. Spider-Man landing kicks from the ground, catapults him across the ring, set, and then then he knocks him out for the win. I mean, there's no pinning. Okay. He what knocks him count out. out. He, count. He, he counted to three. What is that? Does this what is that? That is not that's the worst part of this I mean, whole thing. 
This is reminiscent of a Cactus Jack and Vader match that we watched. Like, I know. Why didn't they count to 37? <laughs> yeah. Why'd they only count to three? It was like, done. Like, they didn't even give him the 10 count. Freaking Simmons, right? With the freaking stupid-ass match. <laughs> Jesus. And now he's new champion, by the way, the human spider. We love Adam Simmons. That was a joke Brad was making for all those listening. So he gets a hundred. I do love Adam Simmons. Yeah, he gets a hundred bucks. Adam, a hundred bucks. Is that better than a hot dog? That's better than two hot dogs and two Cokes. Mm. So this doesn't help. How about that? Two Cokes. Two Cokes. It, two it Cokes? never lands. Um, but then the promoter gets held up and he robs the, he's right. Or the promoter's getting robbed. And because he wouldn't pay him because he didn't last the three minutes in the ring. He doesn't help the guy. And what I happens? I wish I got paid. I wish I got paid for lasting three minutes. It's the same guy that ends up killing his uncle. Typical, Spoiler. Wrestling, typical wrestling storytelling, right? So nice not much to this match, but you know what? It's a very memorable, memorable match for all of us when we saw it, because we all, of course, love Macho Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, so big-time motion picture, too, you know? So the question is, do you think Macho Man was the first choice, or was there anybody else on a short list that could have done this as well as him? No, I don't think there could have been anybody. I think Macho Man is the only choice. Yeah, this this happened in 0102, so WCW was shut down. Yeah, Macho yeah, Man was, was wow. <laughs> I think they could have got like Crush. I thought Goldberg was a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would know Goldberg. then we would have had a spider-man i mean that one kick <laughs> hey guys i just realized i really screwed this up this should have been the third match this should have been no. our third match covered tonight right no yeah. the third the third match is a good one i got a question time it guys. happened prior to this i didn't even think of that go ahead <laughs> and none of the rest of the movies does uh spider-man ever talk about like the championship or have the championship what do you think happened to that world title i think like it's on his wall him? i think it's on his wall behind he him didn't he battle for a belt he just battled for three thousand bucks so he could buy a car from mary jane to impress her mary jane huh hmm. what if that'll come he, up later he was tired <laughs> he had better things to do man but storytelling though the they didn't put it on a uh on one of the spider-man things they put it on like a poster you see bone summer growing like the background yeah so now what happens so now he's the champion, like you said. He never defends again. Is that is the night over for everybody? Else? I thought he just won three thousand bucks. I didn't think he won the belt. Macho was the world heavyweight champ, or Bonesaw was the world heavyweight champion. They said. Yeah, they said the new champion. Uh, I will say this: they kept kayfabe alive in this one. Yeah, yeah. A dude <laughs> fucking won. shot spider webs out of his damn wrist and swung. Totally kept it alive. You're going nowhere. <laughs> Terrible Macho Man impression. Anyway, not much to that one, but it sure was fun. Back to you, James. That was fun. <sighs> well, I guess, I, I guess it's a we didn't better rehearse. way to fuck this up than with an FMK. So, uh, Brad, I guess it's right oh, back to you, man. What you got for us this week? Why that freaking asshole tells me he's not going to be on this week, so I didn't put any Waka Wakas in there. Hey, Adam, if you got a Waka on your mind, go ahead. Oh, so y'all want me to do a couple of dad jokes? I don't like dad jokes. That is the hottest rising segment wrestling uh, podcast, so go ahead. It's Waka 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 with Adam from Bama. 
At least these ones are funny. Uh, <laughs> see, the crazy thing is, um, me and Frank was here on our way back to New Orleans last night, and somehow or another, we got talked into joining the Zip Code Bros. And Ben Jones jumped in, and he was—I think he was too scared to go head to head with some dad jokes. Hmm. I think all. he was really scared. <laughs> waka waka waka. <laughs> no, that's actually no, that's actually legit. I think he was really scared. Good, good one. Where's the joke? <laughs> okay, so I just broke up with my math mathematician girlfriend. She was obsessed with an ex. Ah, uh, uh, I bet things just didn't add up. <laughs> oh, what's Forrest Gump's password? When you unlock his phone, what's his password? Jenny? One, one, Forrest, one. <laughs> I would have never got that. <laughs> mm. All right, so what do you call a bundle of hay in a church? A seat? A Christian bell. Oh! <laughs> And how does cereal pay its bills? How? With checks. <laughs> oh. That is our I second Christian Bale joke, by the way. Why do you keep it up, Brad? Why do you keep it up? It's some people's uh, favorite so superhero, too. So right. what's blue and not very heavy? Be after a Saturday blue. night. A Nitro no, Pepsi can. Oh God damn it! Uh, I never heard the answer. Sorry. Go one more time. It's light, light blue. Because it's not all right. heavy. So all, it's right, light all right. Blue. That's good. <laughs> waka waka waka. <laughs> all right. Nice. Oh yeah, I still got to tell y'all that other joke I couldn't tell on air. I got to tell y'all about that one. Tell us it right now. Uh, no, no, we're, no, we're for, no, for the no, kids. No, no. We're for the kids. It's funny because you say it's for the kids. You cook their moms go hush. Yeah, like uh, weird. Umaye is for the people. Kick our crew is for the kids. <laughs> oh, when I tell y'all this joke later, y'all understand why I can't say it right now. Okay. Jeez. That yeah. is. That was just that was some impromptu stuff for y'all. I mean, I'm sorry it wasn't that. That's good. a teaser for everyone out there to never hear it. Hey, that's improv, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, improv. Adam just did some improv, huh? Rank us on that. Top 100. I'll have some better ones next week, though, I promise. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you ever make it to the Pacific Northwest, because that's the biggest joke going on right now. Bam. But, hey, yeah, uh, you to, know. We're supposed to we're supposed to left at 10 o'clock this morning. <laughs> we heard. <laughs> so, Brad, since we're uh, for the kids, what's on your FMK this week? <laughs> All right. So, well, big surprise. We're going to go with. Spider-Man and the ladies of Spider-Man. So now not all of them. I can't do three MJs. They didn't have three MJs. So we're going to do it a different way. So you have Zen Zendaya who played, she played MJ, but it wasn't, it wasn't Mary Jane. It was Michelle Jane. And that is in the newer ones with uh, the newer ones. Now we have Kristen Dunst that played Kirsten. I'm sorry. Kirsten. Kirsten. And um, the ones that we talked about today. And then we have Emma Stone, who played Gwen. Look at Mike. <laughs> Let Mike start us off. That's the biggest pop of the night. Mike right there on that Emma Stone comment. <laughs> Gwen, Gwen Stacy. So we had Emma Stone and the uh, other Amazing Spider-Man uh, that came like, four years later. 
So, so we have Z- Zendaya, Emma Stone, and Kirsten Dunst. Isn't it Kristen? Kirsten. <laughs> Kirsten, sorry. It's Kirsten Dunst. All right, I'm sorry. It's kind of like Lara and Laura. Go ahead, Devin. All right, so I'm going to start with the one I would marry, and that is Zendaya. Uh, Zendaya is brilliant, funny, hilarious, talented, freaking gorgeous and sexy as hell. So God damn you marrying her? What the fuck? Well, I'll just uh, I'll, else? I'll steal that and copy it for my vows. But yeah, so I'll uh, I'll marry Zendaya. And then I think I'm after fucking Emma Stone. She seems a little wild. It seems like it'd be a fun night. So that's my fuck. And not a process of elimination. Sorry, Kirsten Dunst. I got to kill you. All right, Mike. How many fucking names does she have? I'm going to kill kill Kirsten Dunst. (laughs) I'm going to pronounce your name, right? I'll keep calling it Kirsten or Kristen or something. I am fucking Zendaya because she's fire too, though. And I am going to marry Emma Stone because then I can do that shit all day, every day, whenever day I want. That's my number one right there. Adam. Okay, so I think I'm going to marry Kirsten Dunst because I got a thing for blondes. But Emma Depends on the movie. Depends <laughs> on the movie. Because I watched when she was, she was a cheerleader in one of the movies that I, I'm just And they're playing anyway. blonde cheerleaders. Sorry. <laughs> and so uh, Emma Stone, I'm effing her. And then I got to kill Zendaya because isn't she like from American Idol or some shit? No. Not <laughs> Disney. Okay. I don't know where. I, I could care less because she's dead anyway. Who are you there thinking about? Who are you thinking about? You have messed this know. up too. I'm gonna remember. Brother. I'm gonna remember. Are you thinking of Fantasia? No, I remember yes, her. Are. I'm talking about some girl and her brother from overseas that was singing. I don't know. <laughs> All right, James. Uh, let's see. Zendaya is pretty fun, though. Man, this is gonna be a good one. Um, I will say Kirsten Dunst. You know, uh, she's. If you're not uh, watching the video, good. you should. Yeah, the, well, yeah, but if you're hearing on audio, I think uh, everyone said her name different every time that we spoke. But K I R S T N, crazy, crazy. Fucking guy, huh? It's like Laura Lara. No, it's not because those are pretty much spelled the same. K I R L A R A L A U R A. K I R is Kerr. It's never Cree. It's never gonna be Cree. It's Kier, like my roommate's name. Kirsten. God damn it. Okay, so Zendaya <laughs> is probably the one I'm fucking. Uh, and this next one's kind of hard, though. I guess Emma Stone, I'm marrying, and Kirsten. Kirsten is the uh, odd one out. All right. So I am going to have to kill Zendaya. And the reason for that is just because I think she's just a little too young. So we're going to just Fair. go with that. I think she's. Jeez, you know what I mean? But yeah, I'm going to definitely fuck Emma Stone. And then I'm going to marry Joanne Dunst. Who? <laughs> uh, I had to say her name completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, I'm going to marry her because she's the MJ. She's the original. Um, we go oh, way back, you know. 
So uh, let's go with the gentleman. And this is real easy uh, because there's three of them. We got Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland, all Spider-Man. Mm. Let's go, Devin. So I think I'm apt to marry the superhero that I love the most, Toby Maguire. So I'm just going to start by marrying him. I'll just oh hang out with him all the time. Seems like a nice guy. <laughs> uh Tom Holland. That's the one I think I'm gonna have to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's been with Zendaya, so like I don't know. I'll ask him about it while I'm doing stuff with him, I guess. But <laughs> then uh What do I do this for? I forgot who the other <laughs> Spider Man is, so I gotta Andrew kill Garfield. Him. Andrew Garfield. Well, oh, Andrew God. Garfield's dead. No, that's nice. It's a good guy. Good guy. Go ahead, Mike. All right. So I'm marrying Tom because he has some badass outfits. Like, I love those Spider-Man things. So I'm going to marry him so I can try those on, naked in my underwear. And then... Oh, oh man. <laughs> there yeah, you go. The... Good job, Brad. Good one. For the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kids. And then I will fuck Andrew because he's funny. He has a bunch of those little one-liners and everything else. And I'm going to kill Andrew because he's older. And, you know. You fucked him. Yeah. Killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, uh, oh, channeling your Amy, huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Amy, your days are numbered, Whatever. girl. Ooh. Toby. Toby. I'm, I'm killing Toby. All right, uh, Adam. I have a feeling this is a quick one. Yeah, because there's people out here, and I don't need people judging me on what I'm about to say. Yeah, you don't want those New Orleans people to worry about. Yeah, think about. Hey man, he may be in like. If if I'm out here in the parking lot screaming, I'm going to marry this guy and f this other guy. It's going to look kind of funny. Very wearing a red hat. Bold statement. So, uh, let's see here. I would say marry Toby McGuire. F Tom Holland and kill the other guy because I don't I don't really like him. Well, yeah, you really kept that lid on that. I'm sure no one heard you. Go ahead, James. Oh, I did. I walked. I walked away. <laughs> okay. I'm getting. I am getting a funny look right now. But oh, well, yeah, right. probably because you're just walking so around talking to yourself. Yeah, so whooping yeah, in that red hat. Like I'm doing. <laughs> it's not red. It's gray. I can't believe you're still trim. there. I really can't believe trim. you're still there. Oh, All right, James. Me, we can't either. <laughs> Well, I'm going to marry uh, Nicholas Hammond because, you know, he's older and he's probably about to pass. Yeah, what's up? That's a that's a deep dig for all the homies there. But no, uh, <coughs> let's see. Toby, Tom, and who is the other one? Andrew. Yep. So, ooh. I guess I'm marrying Tom because he's like the rich one, you know, right now. He's like hot shit and all that stuff. Uh, let's see, Toby or Andrew, they're kind of both like, uh, how can I say this? Uh, you know, old, old. can't have a threesome, James. Bitchy-ish, I guess I can put. Uh, so let's see, probably go, hmm, Andrew's dead, and I guess I'm fucking, uh, Toby. Yeah. I guess. I'm marrying Toby. He's my Spider-Man. Uh, fucking Andrew Garfield, just because I think he's cool. And I'm killing Tom Holland because he doesn't have an origin story. Get the uh, hell out of here. Civil Civil War bullshit. And all fair of a sudden enough. he's there. 
Yeah. It is there. All just throws a, throws a shield, doesn't he? However, I do like, uh, if I'm going to go as far as the ants, uh, the Spider-Man's aunt, May, in these movies, I'm going with Tom Holland's because it is Marissa Tomei. Oh, yeah. No Sally Field, though? Nope, Marissa Tomei. Going through Marissa Tomei. Mm. One. Hey, she's won an Oscar. I'll give her that. Yeah, my cousin Vinny. Her biological clock is ticking. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's a line from the movie. I know that didn't stop. I know. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, I was like, boy, that was gonna that was gonna age really well. <laughs> yeah, it's right from the movie. And actually oh, I could have used man. her accent and everything, but I didn't. I was just getting in the car, huh? But you hiding from uh, the fellas over there? <laughs> Frankie oh, Boo! We love us and Frank Bruno on the kickout crew. Because, hey, it's your show. Hey, guys. What's hey, up, Frank? Frank? Hey, Frank. What's up, buddy? I'm having a real bad day. I'm sorry. Understand yeah, that, man. Bad. I would be uh, seven this shades of pissed. Oh, we've heard some of it. <laughs> yeah. So is it time for our third match? It is, man. These are long matches. Yeah. This is the uh, – this is something else. You knew we had to cover this if we're talking about Hollywood. And no, it's not no holds barred because that would be too generic. So what did we cover it up with? Well, probably one of the most shared movies of all time. But the match from that is Jimmy King versus DDB. Diamond Dallas Page from, or it's for the WCW Heavyweight Championship from WCW Royal Bash. And how did we get there, Mike? Well, we got here quite easily. What happened was a few months before this, Jimmy King, not to get confused with Jerry King, that's his cousin, he lost his world title <laughs> to BDP in a fucked up way, and he got very depressed, became an alcoholic, lived in a trailer, and lost his kids, wasn't paying child support, all this other shit. Well, you have um, David Arquette and this other guy that come over. James Conn, man. Tweeter. Huh? James yeah, Conn, Tweeter. Yeah, Twitter, whatever. But I don't know his real name. Um, <laughs> well, they come and find him and get him back in shape, say, come on, man, we got to do this, we got to do this. And finally, he says, all right, man, I'm ready. And he comes back, and he's going after him, and they make it the three stages of hell match. Cage match, whatever it is. Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous build. I don't know I the real it. name, but I said James Conn like three times. <laughs> so, it's Tweeter uh, from Varsity Blues. There's also a lot of Varsity Blues uh, in this movie. The director, guess what other movie he directed? Oh, that's right. Varsity Blues. The cop dad in this movie? Oh, he was uh, Lance Harbor's dad, you know? And mm -hmm. hey, that dude is hilarious as fuck in Varsity Blues as Lance Harbor's dad. Great, great character. But go ahead, Brad. So we got Sting in the back. I kind of went a little further back here. By the way, Nitro Girls with Rose McGowan, shout out, first off. Just wanted shout to out. throw that out there because Sasha, there's nothing. Is that her name in the movie? I don't remember, man. I, she's, yeah. she's as good as she looks in this, I'll tell you. <laughs> Amen. Shamel's yeah. in this one too. As a nicer girl. Who? Shamel. I think you said Carmela. She was like seven here. <laughs> 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 
So we got Sting getting a lecture in the back from, I guess, Jim Cornette. Huh? Uh, Sinclair. I know, but he's such a Jim Cornette character, right? Yeah. He's, he's a mix like... between Jim Cornette and Eric Bischoff. Bischoff. Yeah. Oh, man, he's just such a mix of different guys. Just a little Don King in there, too, I guess. This is Can you imagine if Eric Bischoff was still there and he had that role? Because yeah. he said, oh, before, perfect, he dude. He would have been perfect. That would have been great. And uh, Sting's just kind of listening to it. But then we have Michael Buffer with the announcement. Jimmy King entrance. Watch out for the pyro. What did you say? <laughs> I can't hear you. I didn't hear that last part. Oh, I'm we on got... fire. I'm on fire. Do you think that's where the Undertaker got it? DDP entrance to badass music, by the way, and booze. We got little Nate as the referee. James, who are the announcers? I am glad you asked. This is the easiest fucking one in the whole episode. Tony Schiavone and Mike today. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. Yeah, when I saw him on camera, <laughs> I'm like, thank God. <laughs> you know, I, just, I know this one. The other ones I had to like research and look at the cast and all this stuff. Ugh. So spitting, punching, here we go. So the idea in this movie is, is this is this one is going to actually be real, right? Because they don't Pretty want gauges. Jimmy King to be to be the champ. So um throws powder in DDP's face. Yeah. What the hell did I write here? That doesn't guys? work. Yeah, that doesn't work. Oh, yeah, this shit doesn't work. A diamond upside down is a pussy. There it is. A diamond upside down is a pussy. That is a, such a great line in the movie. Tweeter. Hey, that's that's tweeter for you. <laughs> Hooven. By the way, his name in this is in this party is Sean Sugar Daddy Dawkins. Oh yeah, he's got a sweet ass red suit too. So we have Booventude and another masked wrestler that already come out for interference. Who's this masked wrestler? Well, it's Jimmy King's son. And Good he looks- Lord, Brad, what are you doing right now? What? What's wrong? Am I getting too far ahead? Yeah, man, he's like beating him up, and then uh, and then he goes to climb the rope, and then that's when the two come in and Hoovy. Because Shivani's like, oh, there's two wrestlers. But he only mentions Hoobitu by name at first when right, he drop, right, kicks right. The, uh, drop kicks the ladder. And then uh, they're like, oh, who's that other guy in the mask? And then, you know, like, you know, payback or whatever. But hey, okay. are we already passed hey, for that old lady? No, we haven't passed that. For the we old lady jumping Bigelow. up on the couch? We have Bam Bam Bigelow and Sid Justice come out. And they get handled pretty quickly by the king with a ladder. The uh, like you said, the masked wrestler getting beat up by the king. Adam, let me ask you a question. Are you there? No. Yep. What do you think of this storytelling with all the people in the ring so early? Uh, to be honest with you, I've never seen it, so I couldn't tell you. Fuck yeah. Man, thanks for coming on. <laughs> thanks for coming on. Yeah, but you did. <laughs> but doesn't that are we gonna Why are you out of the car again? Are we going to skip the old lady jumping up and down? She's like, beat him up, King! Smack him around like a toothless crack whore! I'll tell you what. Uh, James, you throw in what you need, because I'm okay with it. <laughs> so here comes um, Kidman, Booker T. Dude, Brad! God damn it! This is the best! This is the best! Okay, so, you know, the goons come in. DDP sends his goons in. They start beating, uh, beating up King, you know? They're all stomping him down, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, the camera pays. And then you hear that ball with the ball riff, you know, ball with the ball song by Kid Rock. Hey, Kid Rock, happy Pride Month. <laughs> That's a good joke, too. 
But yeah, uh, no, you know, because, yeah, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> so I had to get that joke in there. For those that know, Kid Rock loves him some Pride Month. That being said, but yeah, that dun 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 and the fucking, uh, you know, engine ramp, like, you know, raises down. Comes down. Like, fucking Mike's favorite, Goldberg. You see, like, all these dudes right there just ready to, uh, who is it? Kidman. It's fucking, uh, ah, it's all them, you know? Okay. Booker T. So they it's go and they can't open the cage. They can't open the cage because it's locked. And then all of a sudden, whoa, here comes David Arquette dressed up as a cop on a cop bike, fucking hits that ram, you know, ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, the, you know, and then boom, busts open the cage. And then his dad, in the meantime, yeah. Are you going to get to that part? Yeah, I was. Well, I want to know how <laughs> you guys got in. Wait, 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 dude, dude, that Hollywood, that Hollywood, like you see that ramp lower because our our hero is in peril. And then, you know, like, hell yeah. Why am I getting emotional watching a WCW thing in 2000? Why is that movie better than any shit they put on TV? Kidman, Booker T, Goldberg, and thank God Disco Inferno was there. Thank God for Glenn Gilberti on this one. So I got to ask you, Mike. Shout out Adam DeVoy. Are you a bigger Disco Inferno fan or Goldberg fan? Disco Inferno. All day no, you're long. not. You lying sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are a liar. You are a liar. Devin, did you see this in the in the theater and did you like it? No, this was the first time I'd actually ever seen this what movie. The living so, fuck? Hey, I remember yeah. watching this in theaters. I think I went Devin, twice that week. <laughs> Devin, did you actually watch the whole movie or did you just watch the match? I just watched the match. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good movie, dude. It's a it's a pretty good movie. Something's funny with the slushies. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch that clip on YouTube. So, James, it's really <laughs> you have funny your finger in your butt. <laughs> it's really funny how you put that because this is what I wrote next, and you're gonna die. Here comes David Arquette and on the motorcycle, breaking through the cage, all's breaking loose. James, who's pumped here? Uh, shit, I'm pumped because uh, <laughs> they shout. Are you talking about the flashback to the sheriff's office or whatever? It's coming. Yeah, I just want to know how you were feeling when he went through that. Oh, well, you basically told us. I guess you know, Brad, (laughs) because this is the sickest, like, why? Because I was watching it back, you know, like, you know, in research for the show, because this is a professional podcast. I was watching it back, like, why am I getting so amped up (laughs) for, like, you know, this? But, hey, man, that's wrestling, baby. So, uh, yeah, like you said, the cop's watching. His dad's in there, and his dad's getting pumped up, too. His dad says, come on, man. Y'all want to turn that crap off? My son almost threw away his career for that nonsense. And the other guy's like, uh, your son's starting a career with that nonsense. He's just, well, ah, he walks over there all, you know. And then, like, with uh, he sees his son stand up. It was like, uh, he says something. I can't remember. Takes off his glasses, you know, because it's like an ode to his dad. And then his dad gets all proud. And now his dad's involved in it, too. Let's go, baby. So... Like you said, the cops are watching. We have a spear by uh, by Dewey. King up to the second cage now. Hit with the ladder. Page hitting King with the crutch. Trash cans. Mike, how many takes does all this take, do you think, in a movie? Uh, Probably seven or eight, I mean, I don't know. You got a crowd there. You got a cage. I would think it'd be not as many as you think, right? You would you think. Rebuilding it. Perfect. Professional wrestlers. 
Yeah, they only, they really only have a couple, you know, actors in there. <laughs> Everybody else is a professional wrestler. So they know they know how to do it live. DDP right. and King still climbing. Sting watching on. DDP flips King over the cage. Sting. All the way down to level one. He's all the way down to level one. Then what does Sting do? Sting Sting. comes swinging in, dude. Comes swinging in, and you're just like, oh, my God. And then this is where I was like, am I crying watching Ready to Rumble 2000? (laughs) Sting comes through. Bam. And then, you know, like, uh, yeah, and then go ahead. Jimmy King is okay by me, Sting says. And And then uh, he says, we are men. We are not afraid to say we love other men. (laughs) We're not afraid to say that we love other men. Happy Pride Sting Month, punches everybody. Both. Happy Pride he Month, punches everybody. Him, and then Dewey wants to be punched, too. Oh. And it's hilarious. <laughs> hit me, do, hit me, do, hit me. It's hilarious. <laughs> so then we got DDP and the King at the top. Adam, they just wouldn't, they couldn't yeah. afford to get Hogan here. Why Jarrett? Yeah. Because they knew no one was going to watch the movie anyway, so they just went ahead and get somebody that could fast forward through the whole deal. Oh, man. Hogan or Jarrett? I just wondered why they weren't in it. That's all. Oh, because you can you imagine how much Hogan wanted compared to what Jarrett all he all he Not Jarrett, I meant yeah, okay. So we have a nut shot by the king. King picks up and slams DDP mankind can mankind style through all the cages. Visually, Devin, what did you think of that? (laughs) I mean it's a good look for the movie, but like I mean realistically, I don't think they should have done that spot. Only like a year and a half before that this movie came out we had owen hart's tragedy so i just really think it was an in good taste you know it's funny you say that because i thought the same thing watching it i was like that was like a year after but here's the thing i mean how many times can eric bischoff defend this because it happened a year later in the same arena where he had sting coming off the rafters right or and it, he gets well, criticized. Then they threw, for it. Uh, yeah, I think they yeah, threw what's his name Cannon. off that cage. Yeah. Yeah, they threw Cannon off the cage. And he said he talked to Brett. He says he doesn't remember the conversation, but he's sure he said he had a conversation with Brett to be sensitive to the situation. Yeah. But his point was people die in car accidents and then they still they still race, like as in like in a race. I mean, like Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt died racing cars, but they still have people on there. And I and Conrad totally went into that and said that is not the same thing this is not the same thing it's just interesting i i it is it is a little uh i don't know what 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 i think about it when you're Uh, acting well yeah i I don't know that is a touchy subject because when you're acting you don't expect to die no definitely not definitely not and i know that you know it's real or scripted or you know however you want to word it but you're going to wrestling thinking (laughs) i'm going to die it's supposed to be a show, even though exactly. it's uh, I'm not saying the word fake, Adam, or anything like that, but predetermined. You're practicing. Yeah. Listen, hey, Mr. You Thomas, told you, how, Mr. Thomas told you how fake it was, by the way. Ain't that the truth? He said it like 20 times. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> we loved but, your uh, facials. Oh, yeah. But like. Because you, you do the, the shit, but then you take it on the road to do it again type of deal. You know, you don't you know, that's why. Because the people are like, oh, they don't really hurt each other. Well, I mean, okay, yes, they do. But number two, you can't break a dude's fucking nose and then have a wrestling match with them the next week. Like, you do kind of have to, you know, it's a traveling, like, entertainment show. I, it's a touchy subject, like you said. It's supposed yeah. to be entertainment. It's the so same thing with that to... DeMar Hamlin thing last year when people were like, oh, 
veterans i'm like okay well he didn't sign up for war he's playing football right let's separate the two and it always goes back to that should they have stopped the show should they have stopped the show they probably should have stopped the show when mick boldy went through a cage too (laughs) and then he came back out after getting stretched out he came back the next match in the next match he came and interfered in that match after he should be dead concussed and hellaciously concussed his tooth in his nose should have been dead on that second fall for sure should have been no, no, it's just crazy. Anyway, uh, I, I didn't mean to get off on that, but okay. thanks a lot, Devin. Um, so storyline, pal. So came, <laughs> to the, came to the slow music, pulls the title off the hook, and wins the championship. Took to it a standing, forever, too. That slow motion thing took for fucking ever for him to Almost just... as much as when it really happens, when they can't get it off there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, James, do you think Tony Schiavone has ever been asked? Has, have you ever heard him talk about this? I'm sure he has, but not really. I mean, I have yeah, right. Like, I wonder. What about right after this, when he's shown the title and already has his name on the title? <laughs> <laughs> How could they? They hadn't changed it yet from the last time, right? No, I guess not. <laughs> so, Mean Gene with the call and the interview, aka the Law and and Jimmy King are going for the tag champs after he turns uh, down Goldberg. You're skipping. You're yeah, yeah. Tur- Goldberg wants to. Have a run at the championship. Mike's and he favorite. says he, he already has a partner, and that is Dewey, aka the law. I love that shit, man. That is good shit. Um, because even his dad and all those cops were fucking like jumping around screaming when his dad was just like, My son threw away his career. And now they're all like coming around, you know. With ah, the man wrestling, baby, wrestling. So Sean Sugar Daddy Dawkins get introduced. I know I mentioned him at the beginning, but he wasn't actually given a name till yeah. now. And that's your boy from uh, it Varsity Blues, it. right? Yeah, it's Tweeter. All arms in the air for the feel-good ending we all wanted. Unfortunately, this was not the end that we all wanted for WCW. hey Because this was the end of WCW. We did right skip right over when David Arquette did that spear, and then Mike's favorite wrestler was like, that was a pretty good spear. Uh, then David was Arquette was like, yeah, I didn't kick Bret Hart in the face. And then afterwards, they all go to the gas station. Goldberg's still in his damn gear. And kills somebody and throws them through the damn bag. <laughs> <laughs> there we have it. I thought you didn't watch anything after a match. Hey, oh, I did that one. I was a little nervous about him bringing up the sting thing beforehand. But no, he's a uh, tweeter's talking to the kids. He's like, see, anything, you know, dreams can come true. But it was only a one shot deal. Yeah. <laughs> the kids and giving him shit. Here comes Goldberg killing somebody. <laughs> And then Goldberg throws a kick and just knocks someone out. <laughs> so why did WCW bring in David Arquette instead of the King? He already had a storyline with DDP. Oh. That's a true story. Well, so did David Arquette. David well, Arquette we did skip. Too. We did skip past Sinclair. Like uh, you know, he's arguing with the the two dudes, Arquette and uh, James Con. And uh, you know, there's like I made wrestling. I was like, no, you didn't make wrestling. We made wrestling. The fans made wrestling. I'm like you fucking right, David Arquette. There you go. Yeah. Great shit. You need to know that David Arquette donated every cent he ever made to charity from no, wrestling. Yeah, to the Hart family, right? Or the Hart Wooded Charity. I don't thing. know the specifics, but he. Um, no, it was rest, uh, wrestling families that died. So, like, that's, yeah, that's Ball, what it was, yeah. um, Ryan Pillman, stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of shit because of the. I mean, let's face it, he shouldn't have won the championship. That was a little, little weird. But shout out Shivani. You know, but he did a lot of did a lot of good. And he won in a tag match. Who would have thought that 
two things that Shivani did literally altered the whole course of wrestling history. Butts and seats. Butts and, and seats. Or can't win the title. Yep, and he's still on. And somehow he still let this guy on the air, <laughs> <laughs> and we love him. Oh, That's it. I loved it. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for uh, adding all your stuff because I knew you were you were into this one. Oh, dude, that uh, well, you know, because that's like, yeah, the emotion, the, you know, I like to get, you know, in the moment. I guess uh, how I'll put it. Loved it. Yeah. Anyway, why was I getting so emotional about a WCW two thousand movie and didn't give a flying fuck about the WCW two thousand like TV? That was already WWE by that point. Yeah, good stuff. Do we have any listener questions, Brad? Can you go ahead and do uh, Bober's question real quick there, uh, Devin, and I can do the other ones? Yeah, all, yeah three parts, so all three parts of it. Bober sent us a really good question, actually. Bober sent us a question on actually, Twitter. You're acting like he doesn't send this shit ever. Well, it is Bober. Hey. He said, which match is better, Rip versus Zeus or Jimmy the King versus DDP? And why was it Randy the Ram versus the Ayatollah? Hmm. So, Brad, what's up? You want to answer that? I I wasn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think No Holds Barred. uh, I really don't remember that match. I would have to go back and watch it. But we're going to say the king because our hero faces peril. And he had two amateurs by his side who literally took him out of his, you know, depressed state, got him back into the main event, and actually helped give him the hope to get that title in a triple cage. Not one, not two, but three cages. And just because I don't remember what happened in the No Holds Barred match, so uh, yeah. Or the wrestler, for that matter. On that, I really love the No Holds Barred time. So you guys were a little young for that, but I really love that time uh, because – it was a build to the WrestleMania, like it was a build to um that, that you know the, the golden age of wrestling, uh, when they actually had Zeus in a real match, and then they did this movie at the same time. It's very similar to this whole Royal the Rumble thing with David Arquette using him in WCW. They were using Zeus, uh, is his name, you know, in uh, off air, Tommy, um, Tommy Lister, you know, from from Friday. And they were using him there, and uh, he was indestructible. And what I remember about it was that they were hitting him in the back with a chair. Back then in the 80s, you hit someone with a chair, that was it, okay? It was, that was, that was beyond, a fin- it was kind of newish, like almost, in the WWE, it was a, or F, it was a finisher. You finished him. And they were hitting him in the back with a chair, and he would, he just turned around and smiled at you like this scary beast. And they built this movie up so much as him as this indestructible beast, and at the same time having a match in WWF, I thought it was just so... It was like how this is it, very similar to what happened in World and Ready to Rumble, you know, with um, DDP teaming up with uh, David Arquette, and so yes, that's that's my moment well, there. Why, I like. Why that have a regular Christmas, Brad, when you can have a no holds barred Christmas? So I am a Zeus uh, Hogan guy. We should do a watch along with a uh, no holds barred like uh, around the Christmas time. You know, uh, stealing what, gimmicks, right? I mean, people do it to us. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, I can't turn on anything now uh, when it comes to uh, an ad-free show without somebody doing a male FMK. Or like, you know, <laughs> there's there's yeah. some stuff going on later tonight. 
Oh yeah, it was a gladiator thirty for thirty. I mean, what are what are we on the precipice of next? What are we on the forefront of? I'll tell you what I'm curious of how it is buffering tonight. That's some stuff, and uh, I wonder. I hope his bandwidth can keep enough. <laughs> we, we got some other questions here. This wasn't so much a question from Ben Jones, a uh, friend of the show, Ben Jones, but he wanted to, he said one of his favorite moments was when Hulk Hogan was in the eighteen. Of course, Hulk Hogan has a history with Mr. T. Uh, WrestleMania. No one, way. Then, Have they ever teamed up? And then after that, of course. Can't so believe they, we slept on that whole part of that first match. Just slept on like, hey, Mr. T's here, Hogan's here. Those guys ever done anything together? Check or that out in our archives. Things? Would they do things yeah. after that? Crazy. We, didn't, we didn't bring it up, you know. Yeah. So anyway, yes, uh, that is a great one, uh, Ben. Thank you for the contribution. So we have some other ones from Twitter here. Um, this is from my glove compartment is full. Who did Randy the Ram Robinson remind the crew of? Like uh, any old school wrestlers that he reminded you of is what I think he's asking. Uh, Mickey Rourke. He reminded me a lot of Mickey Rourke. Get the fuck out of here, you asshole. <laughs> I, he reminded me of Bret Hart. Just the look of him. Maybe not his career the way it went, but he looked like Bret Hart to me. He looked like it. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Wow. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mike, do you remember? What blog? Yeah, but I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of somebody that he reminds me of, and Virgil? I think it's that's his own. That, yeah, Virgil. It's kind of his own little gimmick. Hmm. James, you remind me of anyone? Uh, just somebody hanging on to you know what they have, I guess. Uh, Virgil. Well, there's a second part to the question. It is, do you think that that this was an accurate portrayal of what a wrestler as their past their prime goes through? Like uh, what he's saying here is like waiting in line, uh, no one there to, to get your autograph. I'll tell you what. This is what I think. Go ahead. No, you go oh, ahead. Virgil. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying here is, like, I think about maybe at this time, was everything as big with the autographs? There was the, the podcasts weren't really That's a thing true. yet. Starcast and, wasn't a thing, and then you only had, like, WrestleCon, maybe, and what? It's almost like Conrad breathed life into this, some of this. With some of these guys that have had, you know, I haven't been around. Like people, I mean, people hate to say, it, but man, but Conrad breathes a lot of life into the. Yeah, you're right. Conventions me, and wrestling as a whole. Let me give you an example. The How about, fan um, interaction, the fact that Conrad was a fan and not just like a uh, hoity-toity, like you know, like let's say an announcer was doing all this stuff. Like you know, Al Michaels is like, oh, I'm going to do wrestling shit. Everybody would take it like a little, you know, oh, this is a show thing. But the fact that Conrad was doing these podcasts and like being one of us talking to these people, I think that really did reinvigorate, you know, because uh, I don't know if y'all noticed this, but the fan side of a lot of things is starting to get real popular. Look at Pat McAfee signing with ESPN. Look at Barstool, you know, doing their thing. Like the fan side is kind of starting to, because we are the majority, you know? So the fan side is kind of starting to grow in popularity now. You know, it's like... uh so let's look at I'm not saying that the guys I'm going to be talking about were broke or anything like that. Yeah. But but let's talk about like uh, like a Davy Crockett for instance. I this I feel like someone like Conrad has breathed life into someone like Davy Crockett is telling these old stories now and we're loving it and 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 Davy Crockett loves being around us. He does. And he, and he has a platform to do his shit and he's just like he himself is awesome. Like it gave him yeah like it gave him a platform to be to show who he is. You know. Because he hasn't been around in God knows how long, really. You know, you don't really hear his name in circulation. Now, he's yeah. hilarious as fuck. Like, you hear I love him, him like... I, I love listening Oh, to him. he's awesome, dude. And I've and I, I, I met him, and he's this normal guy. Just, just like um, 
Jarrett's dad. You know, I know he's yeah. passed. Jerry Jarrett, another one. Like we had this idea of him from from Bruce. That is not even close, by the way. The guy we was a freak- talk to him and talk about weekend, just like outside, like sitting, yeah. you know, in a courtyard thing, like on a bench, and we're just like chit chatting, you know. But a guy like Tony Chimmel too. Like, uh, so he was just recently on uh, Reffin it up. He's working at he's What's working that? at a, a store. Um, you know, like he's, what I'm it's saying is these guys, these guys have um like a grocery store. So What's what I mean is it up? A grocery Brian store, Evans. Brad said. Grocery, uh, Reffing It Up is the name of a grocery store. Never saw so, that. Tony Chimmel was on Reffing It Up with Brian Hebner, and he works hey, at God. Trader Joe's. Plug our homie stuff, is, Angie. I'm not saying these guys are broke, but what I'm saying is they're not making a, a, their, their, their money on wrestling anymore, and they're, they're doing other things to supplement income. And now they have a second, like, like, the, like the, the, when this movie came out, were people just sitting there waiting for autographs that weren't coming? And now yeah. they are. I, I I don't know. Like I, I just think things have changed a little bit. It's good to see the fan interaction. Um, you look, know what other rip- interaction I would like to see? We plug the Zipco Bros all the fucking time, and then we mention revving it up and RJ, and y'all just blow right past that. Like oh, don't even, right. don't <laughs> even. Hey, check out revving it up. You know, like y'all don't even say a damn thing. Listen, hey, I listen. Sorry, to RJ. Up everybody's an asshole. But yeah, I, I have plugged revving it up plenty in the archives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes. All right. Anyway, Zipco broed like three times this episode. So we have wrapping it up with uh, <laughs> Brian Abner and RJ, and sometimes Jimmy Corderas. Jimmy Corderas, hey. all the time, actually. And you can check them out wherever. So we have uh, another question here from the Long Lost Pudding Pop. Are you guys excited for the new Iron Claw movie? Hella excited! It uh, stars yeah. one of our. Uh, Awesome. Well, another awesome guest that we've had on the show, Mr. Thrillbilly and uh, MJF is in that movie as uh, well. You know, he the role is appropriate for what he plays. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for it. I wish I knew the release date, but true. And it's, you know, WCCW, Dallas style, you know, Dallas area, Texas, Devon Eriks. I mean, my goodness. MJF's in it, like you said. Did you say that? I don't know. If you yeah, said he that. plays the. He plays yeah. the lot. The other he plays the non Eric, <laughs> fake brother. It's a movie about the Vaughn Erics, and he plays a non Eric. Uh, it looks like a good cast to me. Uh, you know, I, I I'm pretty excited for it. How about you, Mike? You want to see it? Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm down for all those movies. Yeah, I heard it's you coming ain't down out. Down for no movies, that. <laughs> you, Devin? Yeah, yeah, I did. Then I, I I'm yeah. excited for it. So we already answered this question. I uh, probably should have held up during the notes, but Lizzie's pet cow says in Spider-Man, could anybody have played uh, better than Macho Man? And we kind of said no. So thank you, Lizzie's pet cow. Virgil. He's just got the charisma. Okay. This is, and this final one maybe, is from. Maybe Brian Tillman. Brian Tillman could have done it if he was seven alive. Oh, there you go. And finally from AEW is not TNA. Are cinematic matches going to last even though the pandemic is over? Probably. I think so. But so, not as regular. I mean, we just saw the deletion shit, you know. Right. So we'll have, we'll have special ones here and there. Yeah, it won't yeah. be all the time. But, I mean, if you have one, you know, if you have two or three in a year, that's not bad. As long as they don't do that, uh, the one with Bray and Braun. That one, woo, that was a little yeah. shitty. Well, but that was a good part of that, Mike, right? Year, and I'm not at the arena, I'm good for it. 
But Bray <laughs> and Cena, that was a pretty good one, though. I like that mm-hmm. one a lot. And that was the same time as the Boneyard match. Yeah. Right. So That was the same mania, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, different night. I also say yeah. that for some of these guys that are retired, that it's probably a safe way to go about it if you want to have another match. So there's that too. That's true. Yeah, maybe huh? that's what they do with Goldberg. That way he can kill anybody he wants. I could uh, definitely see Sting and Darby doing another one before Sting retires. Don't wait. Okay. What a pop <laughs> last night for or a week ago last night for, for Sting. Hey, hey you guys, brought up a bad eat, memory, Devin. I'm gonna eat and wrap up and let y'all out of here, guys. Y'all have a good episode. Hey, hey, all right, you you love you guys. Have a good three day trip. Right. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, man. Love you. All right, so that's all the questions. Yeah, I was I at, uh, oh, sorry. No, I, I was at Jacksonville for that uh, cinematic sting match. It was great. Yeah, it was Not awesome. In- I pretty much threw myself into debt. I made an ass out of myself. Well, I didn't make an ass out of myself, but people people hated me on uh in the AFS community. I kind of threw myself out there. Everybody turned on me. They re-released some more tickets. So I bought one like a day after. So it was all good. And then I was like, holy shit, I'm gonna see Sting. I'm gonna see Sting. I'm gonna see Sting. And then I drive up to Jacksonville, get a hotel room, all this stuff. Even got an extra ticket and sold it to another AFS. Well, I didn't sell it, but he paid me. So I guess you could call it whatever. But uh, yeah, another AFS homie. And then uh, we go there and I'm like, holy fuck, I'm going to see Sting. Like, I'm like goosebumps, like almost in tears. And then I have to watch the, the monitor. You saw Sting. I can watch. No, 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 no. I don't sit at home on Wednesdays and be like, holy shit, I saw Sting. When I'm watching TV, no, I didn't go there for a goddamn movie. I went for a wrestling match. If I wanted a movie, I'd have went to a movie. But yeah, and that was also the same night as the exploding uh, barbed wire match. So yeah, good shit. <laughs> Just good stuff. But yeah, that's a uh, you know cinematic baby. All right, that's all the questions, guys. Uh, everybody on Twitter, thanks so much, and uh, Bober, thank you so much, and Ben for the questions. Yeah. We appreciate them. Someday right? down the road, we'll do an ask the crew. Ben, uh, yeah, well, I've what that, four questions. I'll give you that origin story some other time. <laughs> the ask the crew thing sounds like it's four questions. Yeah, we need yeah. to make a show of it. Yeah, right. We need that'd two be the, hours. You that'd know be that. the most awesome episode we ever <laughs> do. Thirty minutes on each question. There we go. <laughs> we can God. we can definitely do that if we want no, to. We have the right amount no, of drinks. No, no. <laughs> We've done it. True. Yeah. <laughs> Talk All about right. someone's attire and mention Eddie Guerrero, we're gone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> about, or the word title belt. Oh. <laughs> anyway. That's a belt guy. Yeah. Now, back to you, James. Hell yeah. Well, here we go. There we go. Well, uh, you know, thanks, Brad. You know, that was a lot of uh these things were socially uh, you know active at the time that they uh, came out and everybody was talking about them because they were movies and stuff. And I bet you it struck a certain demographic. And you know what else does? Well, it's Devin's demographic. So, Devin, what do you got for us this week? I have All a right. feeling I know what this is going to be about. I really do. So does everybody right. else. Brock oh, up. fuck. I forgot about that. <laughs> Tell us, it's going to be a week old, like more than a week old by this time. So I don't want to hear about, you know, Somebody having a baby. Devin, go ahead. Go ahead. 
<laughs> I got like four things on my mind. Well, skip one of them. All right. <laughs> we know which you know which one we're talking about. All right, I'll skip the one that you guys are all thinking of. Yeah, and move it's a on. Celebration to of life. Skip it. Another celebration of life. Celebration of two lives. 121 days until me and Erica get married. Okay, that's see, that's fair. Down. That's, that's fair. <laughs> all right, so one down. But if you uh, talk about mine and Mike's mine and Mike's uh, wife getting pregnant, we got oh, some yeah. words. Yeah. And if you're going to talk about another bitch getting pregnant, or I'm sorry, celebration of life, <laughs> then, you know, go ahead. So what's your fourth one? I got one from AEW that I got for you guys. Can't wait. June 29th, the Fight Forever video game is going to be officially released on all updated platforms. You can have it on <laughs> PS5, PS4. I was about to say all, but you can't get it for, like, PlayStation 2 or Xbox 360, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, but I'm excited. I think that game is going to be awesome. I'm I can't wait it. to I can't wait to win the title with Cody Rhodes and just bury everybody with Cody Rhodes. <laughs> He's on the game. He's on the roster. I want to buy it and just run the gauntlet Goldberg style with Cody Rhodes and just fuck everyone. Goldberg up. style, Mike. Hey, you hear that? And I think I think he's on the the new WWE game too, ain't he? Promise you. Yeah, he yeah. is. Oh. <laughs> He, he's gonna both games. games. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is undefeated champion on both games. <laughs> Every single title. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh. Uh, all right. And I'm, the third I'm pumped one. up for the game. I know I'm gonna completely suck ass at it, but I'm pumped up for it. Hey, you get you guys all gonna buy it? I no. probably will, honestly. I'm gonna buy right, it. I may wait until I get a PS5 it. and then buy it. That's also a good idea. But moving on to my third and final Devin's demographic today of the week. So this one's a heartwarming one, at least for me. I think it's fantastic. Right-handed relief pitcher Liam Hendricks has officially completed cancer and just returned to Major League Baseball for the Chicago White Sox. He's been an all-star three times. He's a superstar baseball player. He's phenomenal, and he beat cancer, and he returned. In his first game, he pitched an entire inning, didn't allow a hit or run, and I'm proud to see him back. I don't know That's who awesome. he is, but glad he beat cancer. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad that you went that route instead of the route we all knew you were going to go. I got a fourth one, but maybe I'll tweet that out. This is like the seventh one. By the way, speaking of Richard Holiday, uh, he uh, – was all over our uh, Twitter today, too, because we uh, had that little conversation about him last week. Glad he's on the road to recovery. Hope to see him back soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah. my demographic for the week. I had a bunch of stuff wrote down, and it's just all spitting out, except for one big thing I want to talk about. But Just freaking do it, bro. Shout out to Sammy Guevara and Ty, Ty Mello for, the, for being future parents. I'm so happy all for that, the two of them. All that bitching. All that bitching she did on AEW, uh, whatever, all access. And I'm like, why isn't she getting an opportunity? Because it's months later, right? Months later. Because she got pregnant. What do you think Jim Cornette thinks of that? Goddamn. Remember how I bad watched, he got I watched it? this son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> he got was... so mad at Becky Lynch about it. Said it was so, like, like shouldn't have done it in the prime of her career. <laughs> Like, he's probably yeah, she's supposed to come back and do something now she's 
Birth control. We're named birth control. Just, man, Shout out I'm to Alexa like, Bliss and her husband. Hey, you look like Brian Cabrera, by the way, there, Mike. I'm not being <laughs> Why are you sitting so far? Where are you, anyway? In the pool room? I'm in the shop. I don't want to say this. I got to figure out a way to word it. Um, oh, boy. That's a dangerous game. You know exactly. So, <laughs> do you remember when Sammy Guevara made an announce? Boy, this is going to sound terrible, and I do not mean it this way. I, that's the end of our Devin's demographic. He doesn't, he doesn't have the best of James. luck making announcements on TV, and that's all I'm going to say. I wish I'm nothing say, but man. the best for them, too. I like Ty. Ty. How, what's her name? Ty, James. Ty. Oh, oh, it's spelled oh wait a T-A-Y. minute. So you say that that's one right, Ty. But spelled K-I-R. We just can't fucking pronounce it. You know your baloney spelled B-O-L-O-G-N-A? No Thank way. You. Just saying, a lot of things are spelled wrong. Why is there an N? Why is there a K in knife? K I R S T E N. How is that Kirsten or Kristen or right, Joanne? Real quick, since uh, it's hot as fuck here, I'm sweating right now. It is 90 degrees in my hometown. This is ridiculous. Right, yeah, yeah, You're inside. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? It's 2023. Yeah. I'm in my game room. I have all the windows open. It's just not then cool. Close them and open? turn your AC on. What you is it? Just talked about getting AC. What the fuck? You don't have air That's like somebody walking into a sauna and be like, "God dang, it's hot in here!" Like, no. all right. So freezing next right podcast, now. I'm gonna leave my door open, and maybe it'll be cooler in here because I do I'm have freezing. air conditioners running throughout the entire house. But when I come in the game room, I don't want all the cats running in here or people Who hangs out home and yelling and, and bitches. Spell, about spell, spell her name again. Spell her name again. B o l o g n a. No, not my baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M A Y E R. Oscar Meyer has more today. How do you spell her name? B O L O G N A K I R S T E N. What are we doing? Yeah. Okay. My niece is Kirsten, and that's exactly how you spell her name. That's I how you spell gonna, my roommate's name and pronounce it. I was getting ready to put a warm pair of socks on. I'm so cool from the air conditioning. <laughs> Let's go. Back to uh, you, James. Yeah. Jamers. Uh, Jamers. <laughs> Can't let one episode You know, go. I actually thought about that today. I, I thought about legit, it too. thought about that today, and I was like, I am never, ever. Because then, because Devin was like, my bud Jamers. And I was like, that's a twofer, like right back to back. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Thanks, bud. What? What am I, seven? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, I guess it's time to burn this mother down again two weeks in a row. Because we got, uh, you know, what is uh, raising the temperatures in the wrestling podcast today? Oh, it is Mike's Beat Minute. So, Mike, what you got for us this week? Well... Today I have a very special meal. It is a ranch parmesan chicken. Beat this time. How do you like that? So what you need for this one is you need a couple of bonus chicken breasts. Let's say six. You need one cup of dried breadcrumbs. You need a quarter cup of parmesan cheese. One teaspoon of seasoned salt. Half a teaspoon, up to one teaspoon, depending on your flavor, of uh, black pepper. Another 
half a teaspoon up to one teaspoon of garlic powder. You need one cup of prepared ranch salad dressing. Use the bottle. It's a lot easier. And then a quarter cup of melted butter. While you're doing, getting all that stuff ready, pre preheat your oven up to seven or 400 degrees. Not 700, 400. Hey, what if we degrees. have wet bread crumbs? Well, because they they get uh, gooey. Well, no, you said dry bread crumbs, but what if I only have wet? Is there a way to uh, dry them? <laughs> uh, put it in the oven and dry it off. How about, about prepared ranch dressing? <laughs> I don't know. Prepared ranch dressing? Love that. Non-prepared. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I'm you got the non-prepared. That's in the package. Yeah. Okay. So heat your oven up to 400 degrees. Lightly grease a pan on the bottom so your chicken don't stick. In a bowl, you want to mix together your dry breadcrumbs, not your wet ones. because they. So you want to make them wet when you mix them? Yes, but you want it dry so you can mix it. So With, do you have to dry them out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> so take your breadcrumbs, Parmesan cheese, seasoned salt, black pepper, and garlic powder. Mix it all together. Dip your chicken into the ranch dressing and coat both sides. Uh, I lost my spot. Okay. Then you place do what? Place a layer of the chicken onto the sheet and cook it for 30 to 35 minutes. And oh. cook it. <laughs> For 30 35 minutes. Yeah. And there you go. You have a ranch parmesan chicken. Sounds good. I like it. Yeah. Baked chicken. I like it. It's amazing. There you go. No sauce, no vegetables, nothing. There you go, Randy. Did you enjoy seeing how saucy you were last week? I was fucking saucy. <laughs> that was good shit. Oh, hey, speaking of a father, I should have said this to Mike. Oh, uh, Mike. When Adam was here, my dad said, hey. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. See you soon. See you soon. <laughs> a couple weeks from when this airs. Hey, Randy. Hey. Hi. Hey, Randy. Randy. Won't see him. No, unfortunately. That is at Mr. Elkoi Sr.'s. Elkoi, uh, all right, something. all right, all right. Let's not get buffering now, huh? Hey, oh, but uh, you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's your Mike's meat minute. So, what is on tap for next week? So, a peek behind the curtain, let's here. come up with something. So, a peek behind the curtain here. Um, we are recording this ahead of it. So, as you hear this, last weekend was the 12 hour. Um, charity benefit for Josh Odom that we are a part of. So the matches we covered on the show, uh, because Josh is such a huge WrestleMania nine fan, we wanted to, you know, show him respect with something he really loved. So we're doing two matches on that show. It's going to be the head shrinkers versus the Steiners. And it's going to be Bret Hart versus Yokozuna. And we all know what happens right after that. So those are the two matches we're going to cover on the show. What happens brother? So to keep the, um, the, the energy going for Josh. We're going to continue with the WrestleMania nine next week. 
So uh, you already heard about those matches. So we're going to talk about two other matches. And they are going to be Doink the Clown versus Crush and Shawn Michaels versus Tatanka. Yeah. So, um, you know, <laughs> Doink the Clown is somebody we haven't really talked about on the show. It's a very, very interesting character. I can't wait to dive into that. Hey, and there's going to be a dark side of the ring on that, too. So I, I promise you we will have diarrhea of the mouth when it comes to Shawn Michaels. And guess who else is there? That is Miss Sherry Martell. And uh, as you know, roll tide. Some would say she is sensational. Very Ooh. sensational. And uh, Luna Vachon is also in that match as well. Hey, she's Ringside. not bad herself. She is a scary, scary lady. Oh, was, was, is, been now forever <laughs> together. <laughs> as you all remember, I got heat with Tatanka, so. That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, yes. Can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> so uh, that's next week. We hope um, you tune in. Nice. And didn't run down, James. All right. Well, is it about that time? <laughs> Man, how about that? It's, it's like about that time. I'll tell you what, Hollywood matches definitely work out. Right? <laughs> Two minute matches, you know, three minute matches. Sometimes, like, oh, 15, 20, depending so on how much. Uh, three pages on the Depending on how much slow mo they used, <laughs> you know. But shout out Devin right there on the video version. Sick ass, uh, you know. You're going to read, you're going to get the goal. Oh, still reaching, still reaching. <laughs> no. But hey, I guess it's a. Uh, Y'all want to do the, the fastest rundown ever? Do it. All right. Well, here Three, we go. Two, one. Nope. <laughs> Beer. Out. <laughs> Shout out Natural Light, cold and refreshing. But hey, uh, is there something that uh, you know just grabs your gears? You just want to just fucking get off your chest? And uh, if there's something, uh, you know, maybe there's a question you need to tutor in, or maybe there's some uh, Twitter uh, stuff that you like. That is uh, Yes Man Brad, who does that a lot. That is at Yes Man Brad. He uh, does the Twitter. Send him your uh, rain stains. Send him, uh, you know, some questions. Send him all that stuff. Is there something that you're watching these days that you find very uh, attractive? That that would be at Devin D19. That is at Devin D19. You know, because that's Devin's demographic. Things you watch these days, man. What is on the uh, cutting edge? And uh, speaking of cutting edge, you can slice out with a knife, and that'd be something that you would do on Mike's Speed Minute. That is uh, at Whitaker 1028. If there's a recipe you want to hear us talk about on the show, that is at Whitaker 1028 for Mike's Speed Minute. And uh, I have J. I'm James Elcoria. We are the Kickout Crew. You can reach us at Kickout Crew, you know, and uh, follow us on YouTube, like, subscribe. And if you like what we're doing, why don't you tell other people about it? Because maybe they need that escape from life. So, you know, be a friend, tell a friend, you know. I mean, hell, it's your show. And why not spread the joy of the funniest, hottest, most hilarious, and uh, thought-provoking podcast out there? Is it wrestling? Is it improv? Who the fuck knows? But you know what we do know? It's your show. So uh, keep uh, the questions, comments, the shares, the retweets, the views, the listens, the likes, the downloads, and hell, leave us a reply every now and again. Because uh, what about a question here and there? And questions. Because there's For sometimes... Sure. Jesus fucking what? Go. God, go. I'm good. Well, I know you are, Brad. The other two say something. What you got, Devin? 
Nothing. I said for sure. Agreeing with Mike. Come on. Keep it going. Keep it moving. Let's go. There what it the is. fuck was that? <laughs> hey. Hey. Is that Northeast stuff? But How's yeah. it going? Keep it moving. <laughs> but yeah, hey. You know what? See, here's the thing. We have a ton of fun on this show. And it's your show, too. We have a ton of fun. We have a ton of laughs. Because you know what? Life can be uh, arduous, tiresome, and sometimes you feel like, I mean, you're just like running in a circle, beating the same drum, you know, running on a treadmill, never really advancing. Well, in reality, you are advancing. You just don't realize it. But if you stay goal-oriented and focused, you never know what power you have and what, you know, you could, uh, uh, or, you know, turn into, what you could become. Because every caterpillar is a butterfly. So life gets you down, but what do you do? You just fucking kick out it too, spread the wings and you fly out. Because that's what we do on your show, the Kickout Crew. Want to thank everybody. Glad Adam, you know, made it. Shout out Frank. And uh, hey, I guess we're gonna see you next week on your show. Peace, everybody. Peace. <laughs>